0: Happy Thanksgiving episode. Does Turkey actually make us sleepy? Can this question lead us to science to promote our mental health and sleep? Tune in to find out only here on the People Scientist podcast. Hello, my People Scientist Army, and welcome back to the People Scientist Podcast for episode 83, where every week I arm us with some scientific evidence so we can all lead the healthy lives we want to live. How are you today? Thank you for inviting me into your home, your car, your work, and into your day, from my home to your home. I hope that you're having a great day. Today, as it turns out, I'm recording in my closet. You may have noticed that the last couple of episodes, the sound quality was not the best. It sounded more echoey. That's because I moved into a new loft apartment here in Manhattan, and there really isn't a very good space to record in a loft apartment. Well, except for my closet. So here we go. This is my new recording spot. So this week, for some of us listening, it is Thanksgiving. A big holiday for many people that is about expressing our gratitude, cooking a lovely meal, and enjoying some peace and relaxation. So I was brainstorming some on theme topics considering that it is Thanksgiving weekend. And as turkey is a very popular item eaten on Thanksgiving, I thought of the old adage that eating turkey makes us feel sleepy. Is there any scientific evidence to that? Can we use this information to help us sleep better, or to help us relax more? Well, let's find out. So as we always do, let's start off with some core takeaways. This is an interesting topic of what happened first, the chicken or the egg, or shall I say the turkey or the egg in this scenario. Interestingly, I think the concept that turkey makes us sleepy came last because it is thought that eating turkey may make us feel sleepy because of its rich content of a particular amino acid. Now you may be familiar with the term protein. Well, if a protein is a brick wall, then amino acids are the bricks. Amino acids make up the proteins that we eat. Scientists have been interested in a particular amino acid called tryptophan and its ability to promote positive mood and sleep. They've been studying this for many decades. Many many clinical trials since the 1960s have studied to see if tryptophan can promote mental well-being and sleep quality. The reason why is because tryptophan in our brain gets converted into very important molecules including serotonin and melatonin. We may have heard of these before because both of these are important in positive mood and quality sleep. Through many studies in humans, scientists have concluded that some people may benefit to increase serotonin in their brain and to promote positive mood and sleep by eating a higher-carbohydrate, lower-protein diet with tryptophan supplementation and potassium supplementation, as this is going to increase the tryptophan transport into the brain and promote the conversion to serotonin and melatonin. This seemed to be the best combination to promote serotonin levels and mental well-being in individuals with mood disorders or poor sleep quality. And I will give an example diet later on in this episode as to what that would look like. Now, let's get into some scientific details. Let's start off from the very basics. A lot of the foods we eat contain protein. Protein is rich in things like meat, eggs, dairy. And for those who eat more plant-based, they can get protein from things like beans, whole grains, chickpeas, tofu, etc., Proteins are made up of amino acids, just like a wall can be made up of many bricks. The wall is the protein and the bricks are the amino acids. Well, there are different kinds of amino acids, so imagine that there are different kinds of colored bricks in a wall. The different amino acids have different roles in our body, and it turns out that a particular amino acid called tryptophan has been studied quite a bit in the context of our mental health and sleep quality. Why, you may ask? It is because tryptophan can be converted into the neurotransmitter serotonin as well as melatonin in our brain. Serotonin is incredibly important for mental well-being. It is often thought that an imbalance in serotonin levels may be a contributor to depression or mental health issues. Many individuals battling with depression may be prescribed a medication called an SSRI, which is a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. This is taken in order to keep serotonin levels higher in the brain, as well as to keep serotonin active in certain parts of the brain. While the amino acid tryptophan, because it is converted and necessary for serotonin, it has been studied in the context of mental well-being and sleep. If we have reduced serotonin functioning, this is seen as a vulnerability factor involved in mood disorders, whereas increases in brain serotonin are thought to improve mood and to reduce mood disturbances. Since serotonin is made from tryptophan, there are ways to increase tryptophan and therefore serotonin. And this has really been investigated. For example, a significant increase in brain tryptophan and serotonin in animals has been accomplished by the intake of pure tryptophan, by increasing carbohydrate intake, or by consuming tryptophan-rich proteins. So let's get into some of those clinical details. Scientists have looked at the effect of tryptophan on serotonin and mood in two different ways. They can either deplete or reduce tryptophan in the diet and look to see if sleep or mental well-being is disturbed. And two, they can supplement or increase tryptophan to see the impact on sleep and mental health. So let's get into the clinical trials that deplete tryptophan in the diet to see if there's an impact on mental health and sleep. Arnulf in the journal Neuropsychopharmacology in 2002, conducted a clinical trial in 18 adults to see if tryptophan depletion impacted their sleep quality. The scientists had the participants follow a low-protein diet for 48 hours. Then, the following morning, participants drank a protein drink that had no tryptophan in it. This caused a 77% decrease in circulating tryptophan in the participants' blood. Measures of the participants' mental well-being and mood appeared to be unaffected by this short-term tryptophan depletion. But the participants' sleep quality was impaired as it increased their latency to enter into rapid eye movement, which is the REM stage of sleep, and it also caused their sleep to be more fragmented. Their fragmentation of sleep patterns increased by 58%. How about another study? Batty published a similar clinical trial in 1998 in the journal Biological Psychiatry that illustrated if tryptophan was depleted in the diet of individuals, then it also fragmented their sleeping patterns. So this is two clinical trials together that illustrate even short-term over a 48-hour period. If tryptophan is depleted in the diet, then that can impact sleep quality. In animals, a tryptophan-free amino acid drink challenge had been found to reduce brain serotonin. So that's one of the mechanisms by which they think tryptophan is impacting sleep and mental well-being. So it is thought that serotonin itself may be important for sleep as it can help with positive mood, which is necessary because if we feel really stressed and anxious, that in itself may prevent us from having good sleep quality. But in addition, serotonin in our brain can be converted into melatonin. And melatonin in the brain, we know, is very important for our circadian rhythm and our ability to have proper, normal sleeping patterns. So it is thought that tryptophan may promote quality sleep by both increasing serotonin as well as indirectly increasing melatonin in the brain. Smith in the journal The Lancet in 1997 showed that the depletion of tryptophan caused individuals to relapse back into depression. 15 women who had battled with major depression, had, who had recovered and were no longer taking antidepressant medications, were included in this study. The women had received two amino acid mixtures. One of the mixtures contained tryptophan, and the other was identical, except it contained no tryptophan. The tryptophan free mixture produced a 75% reduction in plasma tryptophan concentration. Seven hours after drinking the tryptophan free mixture, 10 of the 15 women experienced temporary but clinically significant depressive symptoms. So even very acutely, this clinical trial shows that our diet and our amino acid intake may have a large impact on our mood and our sleep. A great review written by Silber and Schmidt in 2010 summarized how consuming foods or drinks rich in tryptophan may have benefit for those with abnormal serotonin or abnormal tryptophan intake. So in individuals battling with depression or sleep disturbances, many times when tryptophan intake was increased, they noticed a benefit to their mood and sleep. Marcus and colleagues in 2008 in the journal Psychopharmacology conducted a double-blind randomized crossover study looking at plasma amino acids as well as mood. And these were repeatedly measured in 18 subjects before and after the intake of various sources of tryptophan that contained a total of 0.8 grams of tryptophan for a day. The participants were asked to consume a placebo or the source of tryptophan, and their blood was collected and their mood was assessed using the Profile of Mood State questionnaire, and this was done at various time points up to 210 minutes after consuming the tryptophan or placebo. Now, the scientists noted that particularly the hydrolyzed protein that contained 0.8 grams of tryptophan increased blood levels of tryptophan And improved measures of mood the most, which had the longest lasting effects. However, it gets a little bit complicated because if high amounts of protein are consumed in combination with the tryptophan, the serotonin and tryptophan levels in the brain may actually fall. And it all has to do with ratios of certain amino acids in the blood and how tryptophan is transported into the brain in order to be converted into serotonin. So it appears that high carbohydrate intake releases serotonin in the brain, which may very well be one of the reasons why we love to eat sugar and carbohydrate-rich foods like bread or candies. This may also explain why eating carbohydrates before bed may help us sleep, and why eating low-carb or eating ketogenic may reduce sleep quality in some. So if someone is exhibiting low mood or sleep disturbances, consuming a carbohydrate snack with tryptophan could be a potentially good option to promote mood and sleep. In 1991, in the journal Behavioral Medicine, a clinical trial was conducted in individuals who were trying to quit smoking cigarettes. The scientists hypothesized that their withdrawal symptoms from quitting smoking could be alleviated by increasing serotonin in the brain, by consuming carbohydrates and tryptophan. The scientists asked the participants to consume capsules of pure tryptophan in doses of 50 milligrams per kilogram body weight. So, for a 60 kilogram person, they took 3 grams of tryptophan per day in capsules. The scientists also asked the participants to consume a higher carbohydrate and lower protein diet. They thought that this would help the tryptophan enter into the brain so that tryptophan would not have to compete with other amino acids, and at the same time, the carbohydrates would also promote serotonin release in the brain. So the participants consumed a 7-to-1 ratio carbohydrate-to-protein diet, meaning 7 times more carbs than protein. So for example, 70% of calories would come from carbohydrates, 10% coming from protein, and 20% coming from fat. Now, this is the opposite to what a lot of people may normally follow today, as low carbohydrate and ketogenic diets are showing some health benefits and are becoming very popular. But everyone is different, and for some, a higher carbohydrate diet with rich sources of tryptophan may work for them, particularly if they suffer from sleep disturbances and if their physician believes that they may have a serotonin imbalance. The carbohydrates should come from healthier sources, ideally, such as vegetables whole-grain bread, whole-wheat pasta, oats, beans, fruits, and vegetables. So, or I said vegetables twice. Well, there you go. Vegetables are really important then. (laughs) So the group that took the tryptophan and followed the higher carbohydrate and lower protein diet exhibited less than half the withdrawal symptoms and had 50% lower scores of anxiety versus the control group. That is pretty substantial and interesting, isn't it? There was a landmark clinical trial published in the Lancet in 1967 investigating the ability of tryptophan as a treatment for depression. So as I said, this concept has been around for decades, as this clinical trial was published in the 60s. In a group of 41 patients in which no treatment had been successful previously for their depression, these patients were provided 5 to 7 grams of pure tryptophan per day. By day 28, their average score of depression symptoms reduced from 25 points to 10 points on average. Now if carbohydrate and potassium intake were also elevated in addition to taking pure tryptophan, their symptoms of depression improved even more from on average 20 points at baseline to 7 points after 28 days. These scientists hypothesized that carbohydrate intake and potassium intake would both help to increase the transport of tryptophan into the brain as well as convert the tryptophan into serotonin. Now potassium is an important electrolyte that we need to consume every day. And to be honest, many of us do not get enough. We need to consume about 3.5 grams of potassium per day, and often many of us get less than half of that. Potassium is very rich in fruits and vegetables, like baked potatoes with the skin on, prune juice, carrot juice, tomato paste or tomato puree, some dried fruits, white beans, salmon, Yogurt, bananas, spinach, and avocado, for example, are all great sources of potassium. For example, if we wanted to get the goal of 3.5 grams of potassium per day and some healthy carbohydrates in order to promote serotonin, in one day someone could eat, for example, two baked potatoes, a banana, half a cup of spinach, five dried apricots, one cup of milk, and half a cup of beans. Fat content in the diet can come from things like avocado, olive oil, and nuts. The protein can come from turkey, which is rich in tryptophan, as well as eggs, milk, and fish, which are also sources of tryptophan. Then, a tryptophan supplement in clinical trials ranged from 0.8 grams to 7 grams per day, which could also be an option for some. For some people, this may work, and for others, it may not. Scientists have illustrated positive results primarily in people with disturbances in serotonin levels, who are thought to have disturbances in serotonin levels. It's not easy to measure brain serotonin in humans and and really isn't done in a hospital or clinical setting. A lot of the times physicians may hypothesize that there is an imbalance of serotonin in the brain that could be contributing to someone's mood or sleep disturbances. And then the physician may prescribe an SSRI, or which is a medication that is going to increase active serotonin in certain brain regions. And if that works, then that answers the question of, well, there probably was a serotonin imbalance, which is now fixed. But it's difficult to really know that. And so in clinical trials, a lot of people may respond to eating higher carbohydrate, lower protein with a source of tryptophan, but not everyone does. Because if they do not have disturbances in serotonin in their brain, then they may not benefit. So, to go back to the question of the Thanksgiving on topic theme, does turkey cause us to feel sleepy? My answer is maybe. For example, turkey is rich in tryptophan, as are a lot of other foods. So, it is possible that consuming that rich source of tryptophan may promote sleep and mental well being. But I think what it comes down to more so is when we eat a lot, It can often make us feel sleepy because our digest and relax response has been initiated. This is called our parasympathetic response. It opposes our fight and flight response or our stress response, the sympathetic system. And during Thanksgiving meals, we may indulge and eat a bit more than usual, thus causing a sleepy feeling and bringing on board that rest and relax response. Protein and other macronutrients may also stimulate things like cholecystokinin, which has an impact on satiety signaling in our brain as well. So I think it has more so to do with the Thanksgiving meal itself to promote sleepiness and not necessarily the turkey specifically. But it certainly is possible that the tryptophan in turkey may be having a beneficial effect on the serotonin and melatonin in our brain. It is interesting, though, that a high-protein diet in general— may cause tryptophan to have to compete for entry into the brain, and so that the sleepiness or mental well-being may actually be brought on by lowering the protein intake in our diet. So that is a wrap, my People Scientist Army, this week's Thanksgiving episode. Eating turkey is thought to promote sleepiness, and it could be due to activation of the parasympathetic system or the digest and relax system. But many people think that the tryptophan content in turkey may promote serotonin, which can also be converted into melatonin in the brain to promote mental well-being and better sleep quality. Interestingly, when people follow a tryptophan depletion diet, they do see disturbances in their mental well-being and disturbances in their sleep quality. Conversely, if tryptophan is added to their diet, typically in capsules or supplement form, And combined with a high intake of potassium, as well as higher carbohydrate intake and lower protein intake, then there are some improvements seen in sleep quality as well as mental well-being. Through many studies, scientists realized that the carbohydrates and the potassium can promote the serotonin release in the brain, and the lower protein would prevent the tryptophan from having to convert with other amino acids. That is the reason why tryptophan seems to have to be also coupled with these three other components of a diet. So it's higher carbohydrate, lower protein, and higher potassium along with the tryptophan supplementation. Now healthy sources of carbohydrates, potassium, and or tryptophan include some nuts, seeds, turkey, eggs, salmon, potatoes with the skin on, tomato puree, spinach, beans, yogurt, and bananas. So I hope that this episode was interesting and informative for all of you. I know I found it really interesting. I always love it when I can combine my two passions of nutrition and neuroscience. And mental well-being and sleep disturbances is something that a lot of us have to battle with. And if something as simple as changing our diet a bit may help promote our sleep and mental well-being, then I think that that can be a very powerful thing. I know and understand that these strategies may not work for everyone. It may not be appropriate for everyone. But I think it it was important and interesting information to share with all of you in case it may be a good option. And anyway, it's made us all a little bit smarter and hopefully healthier this week. So next week I will be taking the weekend off from the podcast for the Thanksgiving weekend, but you can expect me to be back here with another People Scientist podcast episode on December 6th. I hope you all have an awesome and healthy week. And if you are celebrating Thanksgiving, then happy Thanksgiving. I am thankful for you tuning in today. So I'll see you next week. Bye for now. I am a scientist simply sharing scientific evidence. Some of the clinical interventions I discuss are not appropriate for everyone. Before making any changes to your diet or lifestyle, please do consult the advice of your physician or dietitian. My opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect those of Mount Sinai Hospital and its affiliates.